because the NFL is a reactionary league. We all know that. And it's them not knowing exactly what to do and how to respond to something that was happening in real time. They've invested so much money in draft town in Chicago. It's the future. Down in distance. WGNRadio.com. Not only did someone hack your account, but they doctored those messages. What you're saying that were close to your You're saying you're saying those messages were not messages. Oh, the message you talking about from uh, oh, oh no, those, those true. Like I said, I made a mistake of that happening. That happened. So was it an exchange between you and your coach with Mike? I have to say yes. Yo, down in distance. I am that guy. SD two mics. To my right, the man, the myth, the legend. Go follow him on Twitter, at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N, new dad, little sleep, back in effect. We missed you guys last week. Special shout out to our guy, Laquan Treadwell. It was a pleasure spending time with him and his family, watching him have his jersey retired at his high school, Crete Moni High School, where we're back in effect, ready to go. And it's time to get legalistic break down what we saw at the draft not only what we saw at the draft what's happening in south beach and the repercussions of that moving forward so let's go ahead and start right now let's start with the 13th pick and we're going to bring in our guy big family here on down the distance you can follow him at xavier pope go to xavierpope.com so you can follow right now the suit up podcast anything you want to know about sports biz because sports is a business He'll talk about it. Our guy, our friend, our brother, Xavier Pope. Bro, welcome back from New Orleans. What up, people? What you? What are you doing in NL? Uh, New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, man. It was an amazing thing. Stevie Wonder, Maxwell, Janelle Monet, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Fan Morrison. Speaking of that, shout out to Don Cheadle and his movie Miles Ahead. Yes. I peeped that. Talked about uh, Miles Davis and the end of his career and everything he went through to get his masters go check that out but let's get into the 13th pick is at the 13th pick the miami dolphins chose laramie tonsil who at the beginning of this process going into the combine was the consensus number one overall pick for the nfl draft this year and he dropped all the way to 13 i think an hour before the draft there was an instagram video posted We still don't know who the Miami Dolphins have released a statement on yesterday saying they think that they know who it was, a former financial advisor, which we're going to get into as well as we go into how this impacts Ole Miss. Because Laramie Tunsil having a financial advisor, the exit in this advisor, possibly the one that leaked the bong video, and then the messages between him and his coaches on Instagram where he was trying to retrieve $300 to pay a utility bill to help his mom out and the implications with the NCAA and Ole Miss moving forward with that. It's crazy. It's layers. But I just want to start out with your thoughts about what transpired. And we've never seen anything like this before impact the draft. Does the NFL have anything, any countermeasures that they can do as far as social media having everybody shut their social media down before the draft to kind of stop anything like this from happening because teams don't have enough time to really research and say, how do we do this? They basically just took Tunsil off their boards yeah, without researching. Yeah, the Ravens specifically yeah. took, took him off the board. Uh, well, you have a situation where guys aren't drafted in the NFL. You know, you're, you're not a player in the National Football League. You, you've applied to become get in the draft. 
Um, and so what does the National Football League Players Association do with that? They they govern rookie wage scales and salaries of that nature, but you're not a rookie until you're actually drafted. So in this weird netherworld of when you're not quite a college athlete because you uh, declared for the draft and your eligibility is now gone, and then you're not quite in the NFL uh, because you're not technically drafted by the league. So there is nothing that the NFLPA or the National Football League really could do at that point. You're in this really interesting space, this green space. Which is kind of crazy when you start to look at how, you know, this all played out. But, I mean, no one really knew what was going on. We've never seen anything like it. I know I've never seen anything like this before. Mm -hmm. But I was back behind um, in the media room. And... One thing that jumped out to me was I actually was, once he got drafted and came upstairs, I was right there. I was on the phone with Sean X, and I was like, man, I was about to send this tweet out. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it was going to be like a funny tweet, but I'm like, nah, let me not do it. Because he walked right by me. And his lady, who must have been his PR lady, was right there too. He kept walking. She stopped, and I was talking to these security guards, and I said, man, whoever this is. Whoever did this and behind this is evil. And she looked at me and she goes, whoever this is is going to pay for it. And I was like, whoa. And she kept it moving. Yeah. So I'm thinking that, you know, they have to go up and they were taking these guys to be able to fill out these paper forms that were sent in and documents that were sent in through the, uh, like the, the copier and the scanners and sent back. So I thought that was it for him. X, what do you think about him after not really knowing what's going on? Somebody should have pulled his coattail. Yeah, not knowing what's going on, yeah. not knowing what happened on Instagram because yeah. that just happened at the moment. Yeah. For his people, for the to put him in front, of the, put him in front of the media. Yeah. I mean, how big of a fail was that? It, it was a gigantic fail. Uh, it, it it shows you uh, social media and how sports leagues, sports teams. Unions, players, player reps, financial advisors, PR, public. Everyone has not caught up to the speed of social media. That's really what it comes down to. And before the draft, having a social media slash publicity plan for your player, it hasn't happened in a comprehensive way. Even when it's something that's positive, what happens when you get drafted? What do you say? How do you tweet out a picture? What do you do? You snap something, and what we've what we've seen as no one has been equipped really to handle that very very well. And I think that that is a space for new professionals to get into the industry and show how it, that should be done. Because I really believe that that was horribly handled. I mean, you have an NCAA violation being revealed on camera live. Where Ole Miss has already been already dealing with he freezes urinating on himself. I mean, at home. I mean, at home had to be. I mean, the, the institution itself. I mean, there were there were in, uh, far as in the past of how they got to be a top five school. How how did they do that? Instantly, everybody was questioning Ole Miss when they recruited all those top guys, and now you see why now. And Treadwell and Kimdichi are in the green room watching this. Like, what's going bro? on? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but listen. But I understand like, at that point he just really just wanted to rid himself of everything. Like you know what, X is talking about a situation where he's in like this no man's land. No man's. But land. whose fault is that? Now is that no? But is I mean, that Jimmy Sexton's fault? No. Or does he have people that work under him 
him being in that limbo yeah. it was b- probably the best thing that happened to him because yeah, it, it was on both sides. He's done with Ole Miss, right. and he's not or he's not he's going to the NFL. So it's like it was like almost the perfect thing for him for this to happen. Even though he did slip and lost some millions of dollars. It wasn't like uh, you know, if you were still in college and yeah. this happened, dude. Then the, it's it's on you. If you're in the, if you're already on a team, it's already like the the heat on you is. I mean, he was feeling heat. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it was like perfect storm for him because he doesn't really have to answer any questions. He's done with Ole Miss now. Ole Miss has to deal with this. Yep. He doesn't have to deal with it, and the Dolphins in the NFL doesn't seem like he's going to be monitored. But he doesn't have to go right into the program. Now, see, that's and he didn't thing. fail the drug test. He didn't test. fail, he didn't fail drug a drug test. test. Exactly. But why was the NFL even considering whether or not they should put him in the drug program? Because they, they really had no legal recourse. Because, the, the reason why is because the NFL is a reactionary league. We yes. all know that. Yeah. And it's them not knowing what exactly what to do and how to respond to something that was happening in real time. They've invested so much money in draft town in Chicago. They invest so much money in making sure that everyone's oikos and all that. So NFL is responding to that, thinking they can handle everything with this broad brush. And that's what and the NFL was sadly mistaken in that but area. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? Because we've over the last two years, we've seen how the NFL has to react to certain things that like that are common things like that, that we see in the real world that are affected into the sports world now, and they 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 making these decisions real quick yeah. and then going whoa because they've never seen anything like it and backtracking and backtracking. But so now we have something that we have never seen in a draft before. We've never seen social media like at that moment like in that moment be this jump out i mean we're talking about in some ways was it was it bad yeah but in a lot of ways it 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 showed on it brought people on who weren't watching the draft to the draft it absolutely did it absolutely there was more eyeballs watching the draft to see what was going on when it came out because it leaked to tmz and then you have people who like oh i love uh you know Things that are going on in the world when it comes to entertainment. Right. What is this NFL draft? I gotta turn over and check yeah. this out. Yeah. And it's crazy because you've been behind that curtain on that day and in mm-hmm. that process, mm-hmm. being a sports agent yes, before. I have. What is Jimmy Sexton going through when that pops up an hour before the draft? Is he trying to scurry around and call teams, or is he trying to figure out where this came from? How does you, he handle that? You're doing both. I mean, you. Sh- a, you should have done your homework ahead of time, and you should have been talking with teams. You should have known that video was out there. You should have known that video was out there. And massaging. Should teams have known. Teams, teams have scouts, local area scouts, that are talking on campus trying to figure out what happened. That's your own personal private investigators that are figuring out what happened. And there was some general knowledge that there may have been something out there, but it wasn't substantiated. And so at that point, you're calling everybody that you can and say, this guy is still good. You can you can still draft this guy because you're you're wanting to make sure that you're protecting your asset as as this player because even though it's Tunzel's mistake, if you don't get this guy drafted where he should be, then it falls upon you and you lose that player because now you're associated with this particular drama. So at the end of the day, I, I tweeted this out. I, I stated that. Laramie Tunzel was going to be drafted in the middle of the first round, and everyone was going crazy, and he made all these mistakes, and he's ruined all this. Florida, no state income tax. Loses $10 million, that comes back through the wash. He's no worse for wear. He was in this this, this 
state that you talked about, Jared. So he's fine. And it's amazing that we, we look at these issues. We look at the instantaneousness of social media, but we still have to step back with a discerning eye and say, OK, what are the real implications of this? The NFL PA can't do, any, do anything. The NFL can't do anything. And so he's still a talented player, projected number one. He can still be drafted. He didn't fail a drug test. You can still win with this guy. The Miami Dolphins, they should be jumping up and down. And the Miami Dolphins probably, Baltimore immediately took him off the board. But the dumbest right? thing in the draft. It really was. They should have done their homework, contacted Jimmy Sexton, took his phone call. Miami took his phone call because guess what? Adam Gase is his client. Yeah. So Adam Adam Gase probably hit him immediately once yeah. he got to about 9 or 10. What happened? Mm-hmm. And there's trust there. Yeah. So if you tell me it's all good, if he gets to 13, we're taking him. Mm-hmm. So you talk about a fortuitous bounce. Fortuitous bounce. Wow. That's the draft. It is. Things happen quickly. You'd have to be able to respond to everything that's going on. And so you- Ozzie Newsom is known for being one of the shrewdest drafters and GMs. He makes a mistake like this. But probably because of something he really doesn't understand in social exactly. media. Exactly. No. Doesn't understand. And the thing is, it wasn't just the fact that he made a mistake. It was the quick instantaneousness of the mistake. They immediately took him off the board without much conversation. He was gone. It's like the first, re- it's, it's normally the first reaction though. When you have it's some type of character issue or something when they see, I mean, I've seen people get taken down a board just talking to guys that I know that are in those draft rooms. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, it's, it's, and to just to let both of you know, from what you know, they know, listen, these teams they know pretty much everything. Everything. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't know about the video before the video was leaked. But once it once leaked, it got out, they, they were the like, PR hit. "No, dude, we can't. We were, oh, we don't want to deal. We with don't this. want to deal with this." But you can't tell me because I've heard even when I sat down and talked in, I never had those. I had one on one interviews with coaches, but I didn't. I wasn't. At the draft, it wasn't in behind the closed doors like some of these other guys do. It was I was more in the big general room where coaches came around and were able to talk to you. Yeah. And to know things about what happened to me and that I did in middle school, dude, they know everything. That's deep digging. They deep dig. You have to get the okay from the owner, right? Because the pick is usually left up to the general manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once something like that happens, the owner is brought into the equation to say, if we take this guy, yeah, would you want to deal with the PR hit? Now you bring that into the equation. Yeah. And I guess maybe the Ravens just decided, look, we don't even want to deal with it. I mean, they, they look and at their heels and rail rice. Yeah. And yeah. You, you have, now you bring on another guy and how this reflects on your organization. Yeah. We, we, we get all that. But potential drug abuse and use really has nothing to do with sexual assault. And to me, that's also a mistake connecting something that was completely unrelated he didn't break any laws he was not arrested and just stepping back and saying okay these other factors that we're dealing with here is it worth taking this guy or is it worth maybe seeing whether there's someone that we could trade this pick to doing something they didn't do any of that to let maybe leverage the pick yeah to make even make things teams think that okay we're really high on this guy Maybe bluff teams, call teams. This really, this is nothing. This is old. Yeah. Maneuver that to get some more picks in the draft. Something they did none of that. So we saw the NFL make an adjustment as far as social media yeah. in the 2015 NFL draft. Because if you can remember, 2013, 2014, 
the broadcast of the NFL draft was hindered yeah. due to tweeting of the picks before they were actually announced mm-hmm. on television. Right. So now they made that adjustment to whereas the picks are now no longer spoiled for the viewer. Mm-hmm. What's the adjustment or is there any adjustment the NFL can make to try and make sure that something like this doesn't happen again? It's it's nothing that they can do. Wow. Like we, we just discuss, I, I keep going back to there's nothing that you can do because the player is not a college athlete anymore. So is this open season on college players who drop someone that was former representation oh, or drop a financial advisor that was an ex-financial advisor or an ex-girlfriend? I mean, yeah. the ex-girlfriend now, aspect. The, wide, yeah. the door is wide open, right? Absolutely is wide open. And for the financial advisor, it's dumb because now you're not going to secure another. You hurt yourself in you the industry. You hurt yourself in industry. Yeah. But if you are someone who is an ex-girlfriend or an associate, someone who really doesn't care about that aspect of the business, then yes, you could easily see that where it could be maybe an old sexual assault charge, maybe a false accusation even. Um, Maybe someone set up a fake Twitter, fake uh, Instagram account, Snapchat, do some of those things to potentially harm a player, to bring negative attention to a player. If Shake guys down. You, You saw... Laramie mm-hmm. Tunzel, there was an Instagram. He's, he's asking for rent money for his mom. Right Now you may see something to the effect of someone asking for money from a player if they get drafted or something to that effect, and there's a back and forth. They don't get what they want. Now they're tweeting that. Now they're Instagramming that. Wow. The ramifications for Ole Miss here, due to what Laramie Tunzel admitted to and the Instagram conversations that were actually put out there mm-hmm. publicly, Hugh Freeze, man, look for an NFL job, bro. <laughs> Pull a Pete Carroll really soon. Because I can't see the NCAA, first of all, letting this be a small infraction yeah. when they finally hand down their thoughts on it and they give a judgment on it. Sean, what I'm really surprised is no one is talking about how potentially common something like this is and people acting shocked that a player asked his coach for money and the coach gave him money or directed him to the potential go-betweens to get the, the money. The duffel bag game is real. It's real. And to me, I think that's the naivety of fans. But I think it speaks to a sort of willful ign- ignorance of the media yeah. to say they don't know that this is going on. Right. To say that the reason why this is such an egregious case, case is because it comes directly from the head coach of the football team where normally you're seeing infractions where it's an assistant it's an assistant well that was what the the payment was supposed to be set up right right right. you go to this person you you go to that person and you see it directly from a coach and yes it was three hundred dollars but what it does is exposes the institutions this is sec power five conference you make millions of dollars new contracts being signed and guys can't pay rent. Literally, guys can't pay rent, but are doing all types of workouts for your school, are busting their humps for your school, are ambassadors for your school, driving up money for research institutions to be able to build a science lab, a new building. Well, you're talking right up my alley. That's what we did. We all the winnings that we did, man. We started seeing just new buildings pop up around school. Like, dang, so where where did that come from? Where 
you know, but then you have guys that were hurting trying to figure out how they were going to, you know, pay for the food and go out to eat because they couldn't even do that. So would you rather them come to the coaches or would you rather them go sell an ounce? Exactly. Per hour to make it happen. So, JP, I met someone who played with you at, at the U. Yeah. He, I don't know if he still works there now, but in Lincoln Park, he is the bouncer of Best Buy. He was a he was a second string offensive lineman. Played when you were there. Discussed how when he was in school, he and other guys from the team lived in an apartment. Took that rent check, sent that money home. And that's what normal. I mean, that's what guys had to do. Guys were trying to figure out how to be able to not just take care of themselves, but take care of their families. You start to see where guys come from, man. When guys take you either back by their house or you go see a football game at their old school, you run by a house and you start to see the surroundings that they grew up in. Yeah. And, and you know, it's rough, man. I mean, we people only think of it as one way. They think about the scholarship and that you're getting education. Yeah. But you don't think about everything else that goes along with it, you know? When I look at a person and I look at and when I look at somebody, especially you two that are sitting in the room with me, I see a man, but I also know that there's more to it than just what you're doing mm-hmm. in your business. I know there's family. There's there's kids, there's family. There's a lot of stuff that goes along with it. You start to look at these kids that in the backgrounds they come from, they got it's almost by any means necessary. That's it. And, and how, how do you want them to do it? I mean, you, you, Sean just said it. Do you want them to go and buy and set up where, here, you know, I'm going to buy this bag and I'm going to go sell this? Or if someone comes to them and walks up to them and says, you good? Here, I got you. Here's 500 And I know people listening would say, oh, my God, are you actually saying that they would go sell? Dr-? Look, man, this is the reality of life. It, we, it's not even the, rea- it's, it's the reality. It's the reality of life, Mr. Dude, reality of ha- life. When Dude. your back is against the wall, most people will do whatever it is they have to do. And you can't. You don't think that guys don't see the injustice around them? Absolutely, oh, they do. You I mean, have to. I, I used to hear it all the time. I used to hear it all the time because one, one of those dudes, and he didn't really come off and say it, but I heard people that say it around him, and that was Ken Dorsey. I mean, Kenny was. That dude, his number 11 jersey was selling like hotcakes. Yeah. And he would never come out and say it, but other people around would be like, yo, you don't see none of that? He'd be like, nah, but I mean, they're selling off the rack, and he's not getting anything. <laughs> they just not randomly selling an 11 jersey? And they, they you know, you try to, they try to. To bring it out and play it out, like that's not a Dorsey jersey. Listen, that's a not, co- that's a Costa jersey. Yeah, it's just an eleven. No, yeah, listen, it doesn't have his name on the back. Right, right. So right, it's just right. a number. It's just a number. Nah, I mean, when you play the game, we'd be sitting in our in, in the dorm room playing NCAA football, and I'd be like, yeah, boost it up. You know who it is. <laughs> you know, I put my stats up a little bit more. I'm about to. About to play with myself. Right. Oh, who? Oh, Dorsey. Man, we, we know the names of these dudes. Not yeah. just by the number. Don't play yourself. And that's why the, the, the case that Jeffrey Kessler, who represented Tom Brady and Deflate Gate, represented players in the NFL lockout back in 2011, currently has a lawsuit that's been going on for a couple of years against the NCAA that grant and aid scholarships 
are being artificially depressed by member institutions of the NCAA. That case is not talked about as much as the Ed O'Bannon suit or the NLRB suit, but that's extremely important. Um, And it's really hard to argue against that, that, okay, all you're getting paid for, room and board, tuition. When you are doing the things that you're doing for your institution, like the University of Miami, becoming a better fight, a better academic institution. It's not just the schools are making money. They're becoming better academic institutions. You're making it better for everyone else to get an education. And you have North Carolina putting kids through a program where they're not even getting an adequate education. This is ridiculous. ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And instead of focusing on Laramie Tunsil or him, whether he made a mistake or whether he should have, you know, he slipped by the tongue and exposed Ole Miss. After the injury? No, you expose the system for what it is. I had to ask you guys. It's what bigger than that. Them. It's bigger than $300. What cost? Oh, it's just $300. No, it wasn't just the $300. Attitude. You talked about it. I told, this I, was I'm standing on it. To have a discussion. It's like Ice Cube said in 92, bro. The economics of big time college sports. Yes, have it's a new, great that they have a new brother next year coming mm-hmm. to the draft mm-hmm. because it's that yeah. middle where guys. Yeah, you know there was a recent wall, video man. of which player and, was and that who addressed too. his family He's after a, he wasn't drafted. Doesn't show it as Eric Striker from Oklahoma as he did exactly. when he was younger. He had but at to that time, his family. you think about that broke a down talking about his mom MVP speech. He's an emotional cat. Part of their financial and have injury on the happen, back of this young and man. And have those expectations of that team and thinking that they were going to make it to the finals because he was NFL just playing athlete. out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that time, everyone was saying the there were two guys that we've never seen with this much speed and athleticism in the league. In a power the first name out of everybody's mouths And then showing Derrick up in front of them and, then and then having Russell to look Russell them Westbrook. in the face. Yeah. Now it's Russell Westbrook. And probably many of them couldn't even get to the games because the circumstances surrounding sending people to the games. A lot of mental trauma. With that say, young man just going through a I lot, got nothing. And it just changed his I whole got nothing. Changed his whole love of the game. Yeah, so he wonder why he more than three hundred dollars. So let's stop Terrence. pretending. The one thing that, that was a bright light during that dark time is just three hundred dollars. Before we get down to South, yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. Oh, that yeah. was yeah. the bright light. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else was this Tom Brady. So you wonder why when he came out at the end of this rainbow, like why he's the pot of gold that Kessler and Brady gets back last four. How can you give a man backlash for wanting to be a father? I still don't get it. Are deep and only in the Chicago. reason why right. you are right. not only talking about this, and it's definitely like what Cameron said. Derrick Rose saw his career be flash before his. It's not eyes. about Tom Brady, you know, and, and suddenly everything you, else every became his main thing. To the and he saw the importance and everything that and wasn't basketball to them. And they he may comes not back here and it's nothing but scrutiny. The same issue. It's nothing but the precedent that is set in the sneak system. From people in the organization that he thought he could trust, over venue, they, want, they wanted him to turn away from his brother. And, and granted, Reggie has been kind of questionable, but that is well his brother. Right. You know, so I think that he and just so had a glimpse of what happens, life is like without every basketball. Every single issue has to be battled out in court because maybe he said the least collective bargaining agreement. That the, you know, that maybe being with my son is way more important on the power than the putting the city and the team and so on my back when they can turn. With. I actually, so I don't know when the next time they'll turn their back on me. So let me go the, ahead and continue to love my son. I'm going to bring my son every game. I'm going to have his grandfather there, and we're going to go from there. And how my career turns out, it turns out. So I think Derrick Rose is smart in Down the distance. Couldn't have done it without these three guys today. This American is Needle case. family, Baseball. FOPs of the program. So, 
definitely going to have. We don't back know how that's going to play out. And it's so soon, interesting how the whole following him right now. Ed now there is only eight justices Cameron on the Smith, Supreme C- Court CBS could actually Chicago, impact whether Terrence the Tomlin man gets and heard closing, by the Supreme Court. I, say, I find that incredibly. When someone shows you who they are and. That's why I'm so fascinated with the intersection the truth of resided in your leader in this organization. They, it all trickles down. Team, it, it all intertwines. And so the NFL, the moment the NFL truth will continue the to yeah. march down this road. When Joe told you they, they sucked to be able to and all the Tom veterans Brady, got mad during this rookie season, he was telling you the truth. On a Sunday afternoon loss in New York, when he went at tears about his knee and his playing time coming back he was telling you the truth. When he told you about Luau Dang, other and players, the type of man in the Minnesota, was and how he's Judge Doty, he was telling Jay you Raboo, the truth. When Derrick Rose was out, Gat and the return was happening, overturned. And all of the leaks was coming NFL out of NFL said, okay, we got a new game. And all We're the narratives declared of judgment. Before you even get to court, light. we want to make sure Joe we solidify Noah this in court. stepped to the mic and they said, that's our round. brother. He's Tom good. Brady appealed, if he's not on this court, he's not ready to go. We still rock That's my brother. And this had his back ever since. The way it will be. And when he told you, or what we heard, that in the recent meeting Easter Sunday, Will got Derek and Jimmy in the face and said, "Yo, a paycheck. I got to check y'all. Y'all doing things the wrong agreement. way. Yes, that's the truth. Roger Goodell organization. will not that's be the, the judge, jury, and executioner. It all left mm-hmm. with you guys. Mm-hmm. Risk not being paid. The same kid because guys locked down Bobby Frazier as a sophomore yeah, and took four yeah, shots. The in league is growing. Yeah. That revenue is coming in. Yeah, that kid that got. I mean, I think North Carolina. You remember him? Haven't heard of him since. Do they hate Roger Goodell? Dead Rose locked him down a playoff game. They hate. They don't like the power that he has. They don't like the and it's arbitrary, right? And that's what we're dealing with. Okay, we don't know what conduct is acceptable and what is. And that one shot was the game when the shot. All this talk about an ego. Yeah, that real issue is with. Same Their guy boss. that went to yeah, Memphis. Absolutely. Best player on the court. Still boss. allowed another guy yes. by the name short, of Douglas Roberts to go ahead and be the leading scorer. He didn't come in and try to squelch the situation. Well, he that's was his who interest. he was. Right. He and is I think who he that. Is. He I knows think in, who the, in the previous generation. Fast forward to the I NBA. think players did think that. Ben Gordon is that guy. No problem. I'll run the point. I'll do whatever if you Paul want. Paul Tagliabue was, was fair. When the lights go on in the least, playoffs, yeah. I'll come out and drop But when it came to Roger Goodell, <laughs> your interests are specifically aligned with the 32 owners the of the National Football All that I want to do is play ball you know, and be with my money, team. That money coming. And that now, million in the looks real of this good. storm, good. I tell Chicago fans, if you have a problem with D-Rose, And now, I don't think guys really knew the economics of the distance right here. Until recently. They're like, this guy is getting paid Three, four, five times as much as we're getting paid. Oh, no. And he has the power? Oh, no. And there are family members in their ear, too, telling them that? Yeah. Oh, like, no. oh, he can't have the money and, and the power. The power. Mm. Money and the power. You need that respect. Money. <laughs> you got to get that respect, though. You know what I'm saying? It's your life. Before we let you go, man, views. What'd you think? <sighs> Eh, meh. Now, is it actually the project or is it the anticipation? The anticipation. Okay. Yeah. And I, to me, I think it's dumb that people try to, to put lemonade and views in the same box. And and I really, I, I tweeted this out. I feel as if standing has reached a whole new level. Right. It used to be not cool to be a stand. Right. Now, everybody wants to be a stand. And I'm also, about Drake, no one talked about him clapping behind players in Toronto 
No one talked about this. Him interfering. But the, but, but, but the guy with the purple shirt, yeah. he's terrible. Yeah. But yeah. Drake can get clapped behind people's ears, taking yeah. the ball out of bounds? Get out of here, man. Views, man. Views. Views. Okay. You're, all right. Drake. So moving forward, we agree. I said, look, Chance needs to drop this as soon as possible. Agreed. Don't wait. Don't let that anticipation build up. Drop it. Down the distance right here, man. Once again, Xavier Pope. Go follow him on Twitter at Xavier Pope. E-X-A-V-I-E-R-P-O-P-E. I did that. Go to XavierPope.com. Suit up podcast. Best dressed man in radio. He's at a TV as well. Whoa. All right. Down the distance. My guy Jerry Payton. We're once here, but now we're gone. Peace.